Uh, hello. This is episode 62. Oh, my goodness. I uh, lost track. Yeah. Well, we were taking kind of a break. But we thought, you know, hey, <clears> hey, <throat> hiatus, right? Hiatus, yeah. No, okay. no. Or did we have a writer's strike, maybe? <laughs> the narrator is gone again. Oh, that was it. So then Fucker. we uh, decided, well, let's, let's record episode 62 here. So, fine. And we have a special guest popping in. We've we're, we're, we got a new software. I don't know. It, it just It's just different. Things are going on. Things are happening. You're different. I'm different. Yes, <laughs> I I had my second shot last night, so. Uh, my, He's not uh, going to miss his shot. No, it's, it's a big shot. I, um, I'm feeling okay. I have some people had the reactions to their second shots, but. COVID vaccine shots. I'm I'm a little sleepy. I, I'll admit. Yeah, I guess we both had our shots. Now we could record in person again in a in a few weeks. No, I I wouldn't recommend that. That didn't go over so well last time. Oh, hello. You're listening to Time to Lean. There's a song, episode sixty-two, with your hosts John and Phil, and Phil and John. And special guest today, Scott T. Scotty. I I don't wanna. <laughs> no. It might be warm enough. No, it's weird. It's that uh, that strange weather where the the grass is almost ready to mow, but it's Might snowing. Just snow. <laughs> <laughs> There's like little flurries dancing around outside. There's a poem in there somewhere, a song. A McFlurry. <laughs> do you like McFlurries, Phil? Uh do they still make those? Is that oh, a McDonald's yeah. thing? Well, I hope so. They're, otherwise, they're going to get sued. I, I don't know. Yeah, because if it has Mick anything, mm-hmm. Mick Jagger got sued the other day. <laughs> I read this really, I, I don't know if it was fascinating, but I'll use that <laughs> term. <laughs> Article about fascinating. the saga of the broken ice cream machines. <laughs> I don't know. It's such, a big, it's such a big deal on our, West, on the, on the, on our neighborhood page that they always have to comment about how it's always broken. Yeah, and I, the the article goes into a lot of detail about how <laughs> troublesome these machines are all over the country, all over the world. You think McDonald's can figure it out? And apparently, it they're very complex, and like one little thing, not being exactly right in them, makes makes them go down. And and apparently, they have all this stuff that's locked out that the people who run the restaurants can't get in unless they have the secret service menu, secret service. <laughs> <laughs> Secret sauce menu? No. Um, oh, that's all proprietary. proprietary yeah, it is. Uh, it's actually from a te- tech standpoint. It's interesting that that this this couple came up with this device that would let people troubleshoot them without calling in these expensive repair technicians. Okay. And there's all this back and forth. Um, it's I I don't know. It it it, can't, it could be extremely boring, but well, um, I found it are... interesting though. People on the neighborhood page just always assume that they just didn't want to clean it out or something. Well, yeah, and that's apparently when they break is during the the cleaning cycle that they have to run. But if oh. they don't remove enough of the, the the raw materials or something, it doesn't work right. <laughs> or there, there's this little dance they have to do uh, that I'm not. Su- I'm surprised they ever work after reading about it. <laughs> Well, McDonald's is so careful oh. about how they engineer everything. You think they'd figured this out? 
You would think so. Apparently, of course, when when they're working, because they, they, these machines can dispense milkshakes and ice cream, but they don't want the same machine. Oh, wow. And they just dumped the raw ingredients in. And it, it's yeah. Over, it's so automated that the machinery kind of has to be kept packaged. clean, and apparently it can sanitize itself and all that. I mean, it's very, very fancy. I don't know they if cost I trust like that. $20,000 or something like that. Robot ice cream makers sanitizing yeah. themselves. What the heck? Yeah, exactly. Uh, soon the whole place will be run by robots <clears throat> and self sanitizing robot. robot people. And then they'll just have a bunch of <laughs> repair technicians that have to hang around to keep them running that cost more than the people that used to actually make the food <laughs> were paid. <laughs> That's what will happen. Well, evidently, or they can just farm it out to somebody and another country that will uh, do it online, I guess. Huh? No, like you've been doing with the narration. How's that been working out for you? Yeah, well, that, that's ice true. cream support. <laughs> well, I- anyway, I think, I think the article, if you Google it, well, it's easy to find, but I found it interesting. This whole saga, it makes, it makes a lot more sense reading that why the machines are never working. Well, I'm tempted, especially with, getting warmer to post to find that and then post that on the neighborhood page because they're always complaining all all summer ice cream is down again it's like people are like well go to dairy queen or whatever no it's too expensive (laughs) it's way better though or culver's uh yeah i actually prefer dairy queen to culver's oh i don't know i i find the culver's stuff a little too 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 thick too rich. You're used to the ice milk. I, I do. Maybe that's what I grew up on. But the, the old classic right. DQ ice milk is what I'd rather have. <laughs> it's well, the best, I think. If I'm not going to have actual ice cream, I would rather have that. Well, yeah. It looks like uh, our guest may be joining us in a minute. I don't guest. know. It says guest. Hello. Uh, hi, guest. Is it, it, maybe it's Christopher Guest. Oh, wow. See, this, I knew we were going <laughs> to... I better up my game a little bit here. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> guest. Uh, I'd like to welcome our special guest, further ado. Scott T. Hello. Oh, I'm my. Scott T. <laughs> wow. Wow, you're loud. Mic levels are high. Sorry. Are you? Uh, no. Aww. Unfortunately. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not legal. In, it's not legal there yet. Is or, or wait, you live in Colorado. <laughs> He's in Colorado. Dude. In Colorado. Come I keep on. forgetting. I keep thinking you're in Wyoming. It's in the water. <laughs> it is unfortunately in the water. It probably so, is. We don't get a lot done, but boy. But we sure enjoy our Rocky Mountain High. So. <laughs> and oysters. And uh, oysters. Scott. Hi. And bull- bulldogs. <laughs> and bulldogs. And bulldogs, indeed. <laughs> Okay, can we get all the Colorado jokes out of the way now? I I don't remember. I don't know anymore. Good. Are there what what are some good Colorado jokes, Scott? I don't know. Hey, did you hear about the guy from Colorado that walked into a bar and hurt his head? I don't know. There's got to be something. I, I I guess I just don't know of any. <laughs> and and he had a penguin. I'm not good at jokes. <laughs> actually, a, that that one sounds really good if you could actually figure it out. <laughs> Hitting hitting his head in a bar with a penguin. <laughs> I don't know. 
And Scott, there's something there. I I don't know. You got to work on that. Maybe that's the song. Scott is reconsidering (laughs) joining us. No, he's still here. So far, so good. I'm I'm kind of wondering at at the uh, the format of a podcast with no topic and three random dudes, one of whom is a little more random than the other two. I don't know. Okay, you mean you mean me? I did mean me. <laughs> this is this is my uh, my inaugural podcast. Oh, so. I guess I'm element. I guess I'm moderately random. <laughs> I'm but, entirely predictable. John, well, John, it's your to. it's your podcast, right? So so in terms of who is appearing, oh, I don't claim ownership of this thing. Come oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'm not trying to. Neither of us do. <laughs> I'm not trying to grant you amazing power or anything. I'm just saying. He's the, he's the president and I'm the CEO. <laughs> okay. And cher- chairman of the board. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the chairman of the board. Hi, folks. I'm just Start here to have the beverages. The... <laughs> well, Scott, well, we're okay. glad you're here. And well, um, I, yeah. maybe you don't know what the hell's going on. And that's okay. I think you can handle it. We'll, we'll do a quick introduction. You can tell us and our listeners about yourself and little as much as you want. Yeah. A little elevator speech or something, maybe without all the graphic details, but uh, how, how you know us, why you would want to be here. <laughs> he doesn't, he can't answer that. Scott. <laughs> well, I don't think he could answer that you, one. John. You're, you're kind of putting sec- words in my mouth. John. <laughs> answer the second part first. No. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, so I met John, uh, well, so my, the, what would have been the freshman year of our our college? Um, yes. Wyoming. Yeah, up, up in Wyoming. Up in here. Up in here. So that was great. And through John, uh, proceeded to meet, uh, you know, everyone else. <laughs> so so Phil uh, and uh, John's uh, extensive family and uh, friends. Expensive and, uh, family. Expensive family and friends for sure. They they just have the tastes. Well, you go out to eat, and it's nothing but the best, and and they won't take less. So, no, no, down to earth folks, and and everyone's kind of cool. So, um, kind of, kind of, yeah, no, no, mostly. Well, I they, met I, my brothers too. I mean, for a while you yeah. were, and maybe you still are. Where you're not an honorary honor brother. I don't know. I I feel like I haven't kept up my honorary status very well. But no, you know, if, if others agree, then that's fine. Like you know, it, <laughs> I think. Uh, I think you need to re-up your membership somehow, but I don't know what the criteria is. I feel I feel that it was easier when you were all single. <laughs> you know, it was well, easier to to. Uh, yeah. Now yeah, I'm well, now I'm a double. Everything was easier. Yeah. Everything was easier. No, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Some things were a little bit harder, but anyway. Well, that's um, true. <laughs> So yeah, so you know that opened up a whole world of, of friends and everything. And then after that was all going really well, um, I packed up and moved back to Wyoming, and that turned into Colorado. Um, the state didn't. The state did not. Um, no, the, the state has very much not turned into Colorado. In fact, it still seems to pride itself on making sure it's distinct and different from Colorado. So, yeah. um, although my county. Uh, I think uh, that I live in now in Colorado kind of feels like they'd rather try to emulate Wyoming. So that's interesting. Did, isn't that the one that wanted to secede or something? Uh, if, <laughs> if there was a discussion of it, it was either here or one in kind of the South uh, Colorado West. Springs, right? The Springs would have talked about it for sure. The, the yeah. Southwest of Colorado, you know, um, 
and and things can get pretty uh you know colorado's kind of got a nice um a nice depending on your perspective from a statistical perspective a nice <laughs> variety of political views um you yeah. can definitely find very right and very left views here and also a whole kind of spectrum in between um i'm not sure it creates the most harmony but it seems like you know if you sort of say denver in the north if you will seem to be largely of us of the same mind as long as you're in the urban areas um and the south kind of tends to be a little bit different but i think for the most part um most of coloradans kind of you know they have a lot of similar views on things you know it's still a ranching state in a lot of ways in an agricultural state and they it's all hate a, californians well, that's, you know, the Rocky Mountains kind of have that, you know, going all the way up and down. So, um, and, and not, not really as people, but more just, you know, you people show up with tons of money. And, you know, when those sort of small towns have coveted property, all of a sudden no one can live there anymore. Yeah. Um, oh, I because get the it. prices have been jacked up. But that's not unique to, that's not a unique story. There's other there's other places where that's happened. No, and a lot of states are are becoming just, just like you described, um, kind of uh, politically and things like that. Where uh, Minnesota is very much like that, and that there there's the the kind of the urban area versus the outer 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 areas, and yeah, it, it, I think that's just a national trend. Right, that it's just going further and further well, apart. Now, even in states that traditionally were very uniformly conservative you know, look speaking at georgia of, I mean. <laughs> speaking of uh seceding there's a there's a minnesota legislature person legislature legislator who is uh i've already had a beverage so bear with me but uh, oh, I, I need to get caught up here okay well we'll let you you're probably gonna have a colorado bulldog i suppose <laughs> Uh, no, there's no mixers on on the table right now. Oh, fine. Oh well, I understand. I don't usually mess with that anymore either. But, <laughs> yeah, so this guy, his idea is uh, all these rural counties in uh, on the west of Minnesota will uh, join South Dakota. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, I'm like, okay, good luck. Whatever. The the best part, yeah. You know, so somebody, um, this was a month or so ago. Somebody from Minnesota Public Radio did a kind of a write up about it and, and actually drilled into it as if it were serious. And like, here are all the things that could happen if they actually figured out a way to do this. And the funniest one was that um, the balance of power would shift with population enough that the, the, the new sections, the Western Minnesota contingent, would actually be able to force south dakota to move its capital out of pier <laughs> <laughs> that just i don't know that just struck me as so funny and that how, how pissed off that would make people where would they move it state. to like uh brookings <laughs> well just how about anywhere <laughs> it's yeah, be in you, the middle i mean it's in such a stupid location <laughs> it would almost it would almost have to go to sioux falls then right i mean that's probably where they would put it like i don't want to go there you know <laughs> That that would just piss off everyone in South Dakota, though. It, it I mean, would. They would regret much. the whole arrangement. <laughs> and then, and then the western part of South Dakota would join Wyoming. I don't know. It's going to be a mess. I think maybe I, we should it, just leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Scott, you're originally from out east, aren't you? Or you're a New Yorker or something? 
I'm a New Yorker. Yeah. Well, yes. I can tell by your accent. No. Oh, yeah? Can you? <laughs> no. You, ha- you, you don't have an accent exactly, do you? I don't I think no. I think when I talk normally, um, or when I did, I've, I've dropped a lot of, like, intentionally dropped a lot of that, but. Yeah. You know, when you hear me say aunt and, and so on, and um, I think if you would listen to me before, if you were familiar with upstate versus kind of. Uh, down by the cities, mm. um, meaning New York, you know, New York, Philly, all that stuff close together. Um, you know, there's a pretty big state above that <laughs> on the map. Um, <laughs> so, you know, from from sort of the central New York perspective, um, I do, I think, sound, I used to sound like I come from there. Yeah. But, you know, particularly in like Wyoming, if you say you're from New York and they look at you and they're like, I don't think so. Like you're a Brooklyn cabbie or something, right? You know, that it's not well. That. I, you know, I had all these interesting discussions, and people were like, You just came to Wyoming, with like, do you hunt? I'm like, Well, I did in New York, but not here. <laughs> did you fish? Well, yeah, in New York, but not here. Ski, New York, yeah, not here. And then people just kind of look at you like, What the hell? New York doesn't have all that stuff, and we do. And I'm like, <laughs> You know, when I was a kid, you know, I did all this stuff, it was fun. You know, I'm from, you know, I'm from the part of the state where there's still cows and dairy country, so. You know, granted, I live from Wyoming. No, I lived in a town and well, it's different than Wyoming, but, (laughs) but the idea that, you know, the whole rural urban divide, I mean, a lot of my family lived in rural agricultural based areas, you know, my immediate family lived in an urban area, but not like New York city urban. It's a whole different level. So, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to explain to people because New York is very large for an Eastern state. It's not large for a Western state, but, you know, remember, it's it's still the East. It's got, like, villages every 10 minutes, you know? It's no That's Delaware. The, the small rural, <laughs> and then you have big <laughs> cities, and, and uh, yeah, so, I don't know. It's kind of, uh, every time I go back, it's it's a little introspective, because I still like, wow, this still hasn't been developed over here. This is this is bizarre to me. Well, the but, Californians haven't moved in there. No, no one no one wants to go there specifically, it doesn't seem like, and, you know, the places up north close to Canada are tourism type spaces, but, you know, they've been hurting for, well, decades now. Um, their economies just kind of keep sort of stable, but slowly declining. And then there's some things work, you know, that's kind of, you know, every state has those stories, but sure. just the idea that it's just, you know, urban decay or booming industry, you know, that's, that's not the whole state. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of variety in New York that I don't think everyone really gets. <laughs> no, I think they think of they just think of the city, probably. Yeah, which then, is you know, which you get, right? You get it, but Yeah. Just gotta tell people state, not city. And and a lot of people just with that are like, Oh, gotcha. Well, so, why did I you just, go to Wyoming in the first place? Is that what did your family move there or something? I don't know. Uh, they even, did. They did. That I was think, not my choice. <laughs> I, I think I, I think oh, no. I know some of this, but I'm gonna pretend like I don't. Fair enough. Um, no, my uh, someday to be stepfather uh, was a PhD student finishing his dissertation while he was working for General Electric, which is headquartered in Schenectady. And um, he, uh, you know, he was sort of dragging his feet, and the company's like, "Look, we're going to fire you if you don't get this done." Because our, you know, we were hiring you on the basis of you actually getting a PhD. So he hurried up and got it done and then uh, proceeded to leave. 
and and go work for um it's complicated i think at the very beginning it was it was a transition so um the department of energy had research sites affiliated with universities around the country um so this was a doe research institute and it and what they had done is they had spun these off to become privatized so they became private corporations within the university structure kind of so to speak so like john you know you, know, you were there um if you remember uh kind of up on ninth street kind of on the uh, north western corner of the campus there was like an old building that didn't really have classrooms well that was the energy administration building way back when oh yeah so this is called western research institute and there uh so my he had worked on uh petrochemicals his his specialty roughly speaking in chemical engineering is modeling fluid flow through semi-porous structures woohoo good times (laughs) um well somebody has to yeah right so for ge that that um when they were trying to make harder materials make plastics do more um he could model how um how the flow would work during construction and so on and that's what they were using his talents for uh at the western research institute his talents were used to figure out how to uh push like salt water through shale Mm. and in doing so you could actually kind of force oil to bubble up or to go in the direction you want Uh, we call that something different now yeah So yeah, in fact, he was part of the the Frack. group who was working on fracking. So um, yeah. he brought good things to life. Uh, he sort of <laughs> did, but then, um, in all fairness, you know, the reality is. So my version of coming here was I, I moved to Wyoming for high school, and I completed high school. So I I did three years, and right after I completed high school, during the next year, um, the beginning of my college, uh, my parents left. So he only did that for a few years. He wasn't super happy with that work. I don't think. And then he proceeded to move to Albuquerque to work for Sandia National Labs, at which point he was working on atomic energy disposal. <laughs> <laughs> but but his specialty become kind of safety modeling. So in other words, trying to show people how the design of, let's say, uh, the low-level waste facility in New Mexico, which would then become a different project at the high-level uh, Los Al- or uh, not Los Alamos. Yucca uh, Martin. Yucca Mountain. Yeah. He models all the things that can go wrong, or did. He's retired. <laughs> he models all the things that can go wrong from a safety perspective and tries to get uh, the design change to improve the safety specs and so on. So I feel like that's kind of a more in line with his uh, politics and thinking, um, you know, oh, yeah. to, to kind of help make that safe. It, yeah. it, it's kind of been an interesting just sort of watching his career evolve and, and the people he's worked with. He ended up going to Western Washington to do a uh, chemical uh, munitions dump cleanup for the army um, as part of Sandia. But so it's it's kind of been an odd thing. And then, um, you know, he retired and they 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 were in Hawaii. And I think that was a great decision for, for him and my mom. So anyway, it's always a great decision. <laughs> Unless you're trying to save money, John. <laughs> well, <I think>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily the best decision for that. So, oh, fine. Anyway, so and over the years, of course, you know, I I, I went as an 
at Wyoming, and then I moved to Minnesota um, because I, I remember that I had visited to you guys, and uh, <laughs> I and think we talked about this story on a different episode where oh, you and, this where came you, up where you the, and Lynn the, the, came the couch. up. The, the Uncle Buck couch. And... Yeah, <laughs> we've oh, unfortunately boy. we've already done this one, but well, yeah, Scott, we might, Scott, might have, Scott might have a different perspective though. <laughs> this is this is when I knew I really liked Phil. I'll just tell one part of it, okay? So, oh boy, for those who don't remember, a uh, friend of ours, the guy I drove out with, um, really really hot Minnesota, no AC, sticky. He decided that he would wear a <laughs> towel to cover himself. Uh, while he slept uh, naked on the couch in a in a living room, which was somewhat odd. Um, however, uh, making it more odd was the fact that I would be sleeping just a couple feet away on the floor. <laughs> and so that was exciting. So in the morning, I woke up, sat up, uh, glanced over. Uh, the towel did not stay in place. And then I, uh, not really knowing what to do, just kind of closed my eyes and lay back down. So I'm sitting there kind of in my own thoughts, and then I hear someone walking. And in fact, uh, Phil, you were uh, baking for Brugger's, I believe. Yeah, I had to get up really early. So you got up super early. So you came walking into the living room, and I believe you said, oh, geez. (laughs) (laughs) At which point I sat up and looked at you, and you're like, what? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. (laughs) And you're like... I've got to go. <laughs> and I'm like, that eh, Phil, he's okay. <laughs> yeah. He thinks like I do, I think a little bit. So <laughs> that was fine. Nothing more There's to say connection. here. Just move on. <laughs> well, we kind of talked about it a little bit. We did. I think I came, uh, came there for li- early lunch or late breakfast or something. And, and you were like, uh, so, uh, <laughs> about that you know, towel, basically did... what the fuck? <laughs> Excuse me. Did that um, really happen? You're like, was that, was that, did I actually see, I'm like, no, dude, you, that, yeah, that was, I have no explanation or excuse for that, um, you know, <laughs> so here we are. I'm not responsible for Lynn. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what I was saying, and you know, whatever, I mean, yeah. he was just like, it fell off, it's not my fault, I'm like, yeah, yeah but, you know, there's <laughs> certainly a risk when you just sleep naked on someone's couch with a towel. It's kind of one of those things you might kind of maybe just not do, but whatever. You really didn't it, think this through, did you? It, it, it was very warm, but it, it was pretty bad. And, he, and the fact is, he he was a little bit older than us, and I think he just doesn't doesn't care. It's like, no, you see my junk, I don't care. And I'm like, well, we care, but I don't whatever. need to see your junk at four thirty in the morning when I on the way to bake bagels. Right, <laughs> basically. Fine. And I was sort of trapped there, right? Because I couldn't get up and start doing stuff. Well, I could have. I guess you could have come to work with me. I said, I hired Scott today. He's a temp. <laughs> I think Anything I ended up, would have been an improvement. Yeah, I think I'm turning on my side and reading or something. So that when he woke up, I would not be at all. Like my field of vision would be turned away and he could discreetly, <laughs> which I believe is what happened. And then the day continued more normally after that. So. Yeah, as normal as, as normal as days with us could be, but yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you moved out to Minneapolis. Moved out, hung out. We had lots of great times. How's that for a summary? That that's great. <laughs> and then yes. some other things happened. No, it was I don't know. It was good. It's pretty good. I don't know. Things evolve. I, things change. 
I, I mean, think I originally I think... met you in 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 Wyoming because I lived in Wyoming for about th- two or three months with John and Lynn. Yeah, so you you uh, we did meet at that place where everyone everyone was waiting for the inevitable explosion of comedy that would come out when you and I met, and I think we were both a little bit immune to those expectations. <laughs> it was like, hey, hey, all right, you want to play Risk? Sure, <laughs> whatever. I mean, you know, yeah. yeah. Well, what? But you guys are so funny. Yeah, then everyone cleared out, and I think Phil and I ended up watching um, Ren and Stimpy or something, and we were die. I mean, we we were on. And we were like, like the jokes were flying, and we were laughing our asses off, and no one was there to watch it, and that was awesome. <laughs> so, you know. Well, I was, it was, I was experimenting with being more selective with my comedy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good idea, though. Maybe you oh, should maybe try is. that again. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thanks, John. Wow, John, that's pretty. pretty uh, <laughs> so, what should we so talk at, about? Is there anything going on in Minneapolis, you guys? At this oh, point, boy. we will. Sorry. We don't oh, usually talk about politics and that kind of stuff, but yeah, there's some stuff going on. I guess. What were you this episode say, will come out months from now. So, <laughs> um, what are you guys yeah, doing for the Fourth of July? There'll be another trial back then, or in Four, the future, I mean. Fourth of July. Uh, that's that's what it, that'll be timely by the time people hear this. That'll be timely. Yeah, next weekend, right? So I'll be uh, uh, having yeah. a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> We're a little slow on the edits. That's okay. I I mean I I would like to think that that by the fourth of July. Um, we're out doing stuff, you know, like cross country skiing or yodeling. Um, yeah, I I think that's a little optimistic, perhaps. But at the know. same time, the the vaccination numbers are, are way better than uh, where people expected to be. Yeah, um, I didn't think I would get my shot till July at the earliest. Yeah, they're already doing the secondary research on um, kind of getting it again. Some on the variants. I mean, they're already they're already at that sort of next level of of digging down into this mm-hmm. thing. The so, next level. and we're almost to the point I think where they have enough data to not conditionally approve anymore, but rather just to, like just have that. Um, the FDA approve these drugs, and once that's done, oh, not um, the emergency authorization, right? right. So yeah. once that's done, you can kind of get to the point where um, it becomes a lot more like uh, the, the capability to streamline and like go get your flu slash COVID shot in the fall. Oh um, maybe we'll get there, and I think I I do hope that that kind of helps things move along. Yeah, um, whether it's going to be quite that calm. Oh yeah, yeah, I got to get your COVID shot, whatever. Or you don't, and you get it, and then they they take care of you, and you have maybe a bad time. Or I don't. mean, if it can get to be to the point where it's like the flu, that'd be awesome. But I don't think we're we're kind of there yet because there's still too much we don't know. But... And, and so, you know, I think I think all three of us are variants. <laughs> <laughs> For something we're, at least, we we're sure variants are. variant strains. So, John, are you trying to get us into the what are you drinking segment of the yes. show? Yes. Damn it. Sorry, I know. I, no, I, no, I, I, that's the one I, part of the format that I we off. try and stick with. <laughs> that's okay. We got to no, get back okay. in the flow, man. Scott, what are you drinking? Well, it's a good question. So I have two drinks in front of me. <laughs> Double fisting. No, in the that's shot glass, different. in the shot glass, I have Wyoming Whiskey's Double <laughs> Cask Edition. Oh, good. So oh. this is this is finished in sherry casks after normal finishing. Uh, and that is a 100 proof, um, technically not a bourbon, I believe. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it is a no. I guess they they are calling it a bourbon. No, no Wyoming does make real bourbon. Yeah, we do, but their normal whiskey, their normal whiskey, uh, is less proof than that for sure. I think it's eighty. Oh yeah, I've had um, that. I've never, I've only had the original. I've never had the yeah. the variants. This does have a lot of. <laughs> this does have kind of more, more of a punch. So it, it's it's the the things you like about the whiskey, you're going to taste even more of, and you also have that sweet finish from the sherry, and it's kind of interesting. But I wouldn't recommend drinking a lot of it straight, uh, to be honest. So, <laughs> oh. so in next to that, as kind of a chaser, I have straight up uh, Bacardi Black. Um, okay. Which you know, is less harsh than that. <laughs> so. And you drink that uh, straight up as well? No ice. I do. I don't. I don't have ice. Oh well, they don't have ice in Wyoming. I heard they have no, an ice, no, an ice shortage. I could try to go out and scrape from the grass, but that's probably not. Oh, good. <laughs> all the glaciers have receded. Yeah, it's true. Well, I, well, that sounds gonna, great, Scott. I, I'll, I'm I'll looking let... forward to trying that someday. Sure. Yeah, maybe we'll get a chance sometime. <laughs> That'd be awesome. There you go. Yeah, it, that that's they make good whiskey. Yeah. Well, I I don't let John go before me because he always has better whiskey yeah I hear that. not today oh <laughs> no i i just all, all i'm having is well it's gone for now but all i'm having is uh had i have forgotten <laughs> uh i think the covid shot is making me more forgetful i think that's how i'm gonna blame it on that. bottom shelf what no doers is that a thing no yeah it's yeah. Not, no it's Were not you, doers was it scotch yeah, it's it's the it's another blend. It's not doers. God damn it, Johnny Walker. No, was this cheap. Phil? Was this the uh, Crown Royal? It's got the no. It's got the the ship on it. Old Spice Rye. It's not deodorant anymore. It's not just deodorant anymore. Who wrote this copy? I can't even read it. So, <sighs> oh, Cuddy, Cuddy, Cuddy Sark. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, You're back on Cuddy. Uh, scotch and soda. Well, I ran out of the scotch by scotch from uh, Costco, so. I'm I'm about to open my newest bottle of that, which they changed the label on it, so I don't know if that means the 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 cheap goodness is still there or not, but we'll find out soon. I I'd like to know if you think it's different. I because I, um, that stuff is is so good for the money. I only had it with soda, so I couldn't tell you. It didn't seem to taste different to me, but you. Mm-hmm. Are you tasting it now? No, I haven't opened it yet. I have well, for... well, that's a nice tease, John. Yeah, Thank there you, you go. <laughs> he no, is kind um... of a tease, I've heard. Um, I am drinking some Minnesota whiskey. Oh. What? Uh, yeah, what? there's a bunch of it. And it's not all amazing, unfortunately. But this is by Sounds good. Um, one called Jay Carver. Oh. Um, it's a Twin Cities area wine that's been around for a little while. I had never had their whiskey before, and I happened to be in a store that had had a good sale, and so I got a rye and a bourbon, and I'm drinking the rye at the moment. Okay, it's it's a it's only an eighty proof, forty percent, which for for a rye is really low. Most yeah. of them are higher than that, and Sad. yeah, it's really not very good. I'm kind of disappointed in it. Oh. It has a pretty good nose, good smell. It's it, only the nose. A, but the it has this weird bitterness just straight up and 
I, I mm. don't know what it is, if it's too young or there's something weird with the grain. Oh, sad. It's really disappointing. I, I For a craft whiskey, it it's not very good. I don't know what. It, and the bourbon is slightly better, but it's also not great. And the bourbon, I think, is suffering because it's also 40, 40%. Hmm. And it's so it's it's kind of anemic. The rye, I almost think, as much as I think it's a weak whiskey, maybe that bitter note would be terrible at a higher proof. Why don't you do a blend? Mix them together. Yeah, you know, and, and both of them actually, this stuff does make an okay Manhattan. The, yeah, the vermouth and everything counters that pretty well. But the bitter for it's not it. You know, it's, old Voldemort is is a lot better though. For example, and it's like half the price. Oh boy! No, again, that's mass market versus uh, a local, but which I hate to to, to rag on that. But it, well, disappointing. Maybe we it's one leave. of the I, I've had much better craft ones recently, so that that's a thumbs down for me. Now we won't we won't tag them on this one. <laughs> They're not going to be sponsoring anytime. <laughs> Although we did once, I tagged on Twitter that was it Screwball or the the peanut butter whiskey or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, they, and they and they liked our. They liked my post. Yeah, they didn't listen, apparently. (laughs) I'm still trying to figure out a way to go through that bottle. (laughs) That stuff's vile. Well, just put some Chambord in there. John, was that a Costco purchase? I I see it at Costco, but no, I did not buy it there. I was going to say, don't be tempted, man. You never know. No. No, no, no. I got to be choosing. You know, you, you... You've had good luck with the different things you've tried over the years here. Well, the Costco branded stuff is generally pretty good. Yeah, they 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 have. I mean, John, you should just be a buyer for them because they just they just basically they sniff out the stuff that can be produced at a volume they can sell, right. and then I think they just try to optimize the best thing for their kind of target demographic, and they seem to be pretty pretty good at that across their drink lines, if you will. Even into yeah. like the wines, the you know the whiskeys, wow. the vodkas, everything. They just seem to kind of just figure it's out a, what you're going to be after, you know. Yeah, it's 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 all pretty decent. Um, I think the bourbon is the one I like the least, and even that was okay. Their vodka and gin is not too bad, and yeah, yeah. They're as we've said many times, they you don't go too far wrong with them, right? And Do you most drink- of it's not that expensive either do you drink gin scott scotch scott scott by scotch uh, i do i mean i'm have I'm you a... tried uh have you tried the snoop dog one yet no i'm kind of curious about that one the indigo i think it's called or is it indago no i mean i don't i don't probably drink enough gin although that might change this summer yeah it's, um, it's good when it's hot yeah i'm kind of just you know i'm a bombay sapphire guy um yeah which, you know, I'm not exclusive. I mean, I, I enjoy Tanqueray and others. I mean, I'm not. It's just when you buy a big bottle, it tends to sit in my house at least a little while. Because, yeah. I mean, I like a good G&T. I sometimes drink it straight. I have a few punches I like to make, but it's just not an everyday go-to drink for me. So it just yeah. takes a while to get through something. So I tend not to have a bunch there. Whereas, you know, uh, whiskeys and scotches and so on tend to go a little faster. Yeah, they've gone faster and faster over this past 13 months for me. But... <laughs> yeah, I, uh, man. I, I, think, I think there's going to be, 
uh, John was already talking about a couple of them, but I think there's going to be quite a few. I think gin is going to have a, it's going to be a lot of different kinds of gins coming up here this summer. I'm just, I'm anticipating. I'm not doing market research. I just. No, there's a lot out there now. It's can't keep up. What was that one you got? Luna or something? Oh, the lunar gin, the Hendrix. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, well, that's that's good. already a winner. I already know that. Yeah, that the it's in that dark blue bottle. It's really good. Those those guys know. just keep making good stuff. I don't. I think it's up to me to try the Snoop Dogg one. Nobody else is gonna. John isn't gonna buy that. <laughs> Probably won't. I don't think I've ever seen it, Phil. Oh okay. Well, I I know well, because you uh, get, get a bottle and I'll try it. I'll we'll make try you try it. it. Yeah. I'll bring it up. Up yeah. north. I, I've also really become a fan of the of that Balcona's Texas whiskey. Yeah, that's which good I, stuff. I think I know. I'm pretty sure you can get in Colorado. I don't know. I mean, I if I go if I go off. Well, there's a company called Stranahan's. Oh yeah, yeah, they're huge. They're huge, um, and I uh, I go through those bottles pretty fast. Um, <laughs> for me, for me, drinking that straight. Um, putting in whatever i really enjoy it um they make a variety called snowflake which is pretty expensive um i think it's devastatingly good though uh mm. i however have a hard time getting it which is probably good for my health but yep. um <laughs> but they they sell that at the costco here i don't know if they sell it at costco's everywhere they sell definitely normal, haven't seen that here no. yeah normal stranahan at costco so you know if yep. i'm just picking up a bottle it's it's pretty likely that I will grab that. Um, but having said that, I mean, I, I certainly would like to try some other things. Well, um, Scott, if you, if you're in a regular Costco won't have Balcones, but, um, I can go to a regular store. Cool, so. Yeah. They, they make, uh, they make a great Texas single malt mm. or an American single malt, which is you know, again, nice. it's like a scotch, but not, not the same. And they also make a great, uh, corn whiskey. One mm. called they call baby blue. It's made from blue corn, <laughs> which oh, I thought that was kind of a really gimmick good. or something, but it's good. Oh, it, it kind of is a gimmick, but it's sure. really good whiskey. Yeah, the thing is, I mean, I feel like you know when you really boil it down, and this that is kind of literal. Um, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, when you're when you are are doing this stuff, it's it's the slight variants that provide the distinction, right, between yeah. these different houses. And I imagine blue corn has a distinctive flavor. And if it doesn't taste like gas, that would be kind of interesting to try. <laughs> That's <Exactly>. sweet. <laughs> I can look for it. I mean, you know, I have, some, you know, the local stores are whatever they are. They're fine. Um, but obviously, uh, you know, within Denver's reach, I have some pretty good stores I can go to that almost certainly will have it. So I, undoubtedly. Yeah. I'll be right back. That's are you, you taking a quick break? Yeah, I better hurry up here. I'm going to go throw some ice in this mediocre rye, which helps. <laughs> I'll be back in just a second. So, if I'm going to sit here and talk to myself, I don't know what I would talk about. How I enjoy whiskey. Perhaps how I enjoy good rum. And the great friendship of Phil and John. Wonderful individuals that go well with almost any personality. Again, Phil and John, a wonderful combination. That's better. 
So you have ice in it, and it's better, which means you've killed flavor, but that's a good thing. Yep, it rounds off the edges. <laughs> rounds off. No, it's a lot better. And unfortunately, I'm recording just here in the kitchen, so it's everything's easy access. <laughs> good times. Wow, oh, this is great. <laughs> I, I'm oh. actually in my dining room, which is kind of open concept into the kitchen. Kind oh, of that's open. exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. Everybody has that shit now. It's the thing, so. Uh-huh. Open it's, concept, it's man. Yeah, Scott. Scott's kind of an open concept. Kind Scott, of. Scott, you what? Are, what are, you're like a, a what? A information technology level four. I don't know what you are. <laughs> oh, four. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't know if you're we'll gonna escalate. We'll escalate the podcast to Scott. Escalate the podcast. <laughs> The problem is, it's just not interesting. No, I'm sorry. That's not what I would say. <laughs> well, Other people can say that, but they're wrong. So there you go. Be sure to leave <laughs> us a review on the iTunes store. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I do IT work um, of so many different flavors over the years. Uh, right now, yeah. I'm just a straight system engineer. I don't manage people, which has been interestingly... Relaxing, <laughs> kind of refreshing. Um, although there's a, I guess there's a chance coming up soon that will not be the case any longer. But we'll, no. we'll see how that goes. Well, yeah, you were almost a director at one point, weren't you? I was a director. Yeah, I, I shouldn't say almost. Directed by Scott T. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I'm sure I'd get mixed reviews on how that all went for folks, but um, <laughs> yeah, well, we, this we episode will get mixed reviews also. Well, that's that's great. I'm the right person for the job here. Then so that's that's nice. <laughs> well, they all, we, we all of our had, episodes do. <laughs> um, we had another Colorado person on, Glenda M. Yeah, Glenda she had M. a col- she had a you did, we went you to never high met her. With. She she had, she was uh, drinking some Colorado whiskey. Uh, she was remember. yeah. She also mentioned Stranahan's. So Fine. small world out there. It's um. A small world. After well, you know what I mean. They have a they have a, a place right right off not right in downtown, but certainly definitely within urban Denver. And um, you know, just the scale of their production is they didn't they didn't start in a tiny little, or at least you know at least not now they're not started in a tiny little garage or something. They have a real production facility of size. So I think that they are. Um, it's not hard to find their common stuff. And yep. I, I, uh, I think because of its availability and its tastiness, just, just a lot of people in Colorado drinking this stuff, which is fine. You know, it's, it's, uh, I know it's not to everyone's taste. Uh, the person actually who, uh, in Wyoming, who, uh, kind of first helped me get into that. Um, she, uh, started with snowflake and she, um, she doesn't prefer their normal as much as say drinking Jameson's. Oh, um, oh okay. Which, you know, is, I think that is a matter of taste. I, I appreciate yeah. both of them, but I don't see them as substitutes for one another. No. Um, so, you know, but anyway, it, you know, I think it's, it's definitely got a following here. You know, it, it, it's almost like, like if you're in Colorado, people just kind of know about it, even if they, they're not really whiskey drinkers. The same way you'd know about Jack Daniels, almost right, like anywhere. Not necessarily if you had to be from Tennessee, right? It's but ubiquitous. Yeah, but um, yep. kind of the home team. 
Yeah, and I think people just know about it. They they're proud of it. They're glad Colorado's got a brand that people seem to like. You know that sort of thing. So yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No. Well, it's it's cool that that some of these companies can compete on at least a, some of the scale of the of the big American whiskey whiskey companies like Beam and those guys. The, I, the Kentuckians. I think uh, I think we should talk about hard seltzer. Mmm. Oh yeah. Is there seltzer. any? Is there uh, any? Is there any such thing we, as a good hard seltzer? We've already talked about this, Phil. <laughs> I want Scott's opinion. Scott's opinion. Okay, so you remember? Um, do you remember there was an alcohol that was billed as something different that sucks? Zim Zima. Zima. <laughs> yeah, I guess they didn't say something different that sucks. It might have just been me. <laughs> it was Matt Zuckerberg. Um. Anyway, the Matt? fact is. Hey, wait a minute. Scott's not supposed to be doing quizzes on this show. I object. Wait. Oh no. Wait, what are you it's doing here? Like Ron. Wait, what's going on? Again? Now, now, he, now he shows up when we have guests. What's the Ah, what's well. Andy's quiz show. We're going to find out who's in the know. Andy's quiz show. Ready, get, set, go. I just have to say, Hi. I, had a, I had a sense you guys were getting up to no good, and you oh. needed to be put in your place. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Good luck with that. <sighs> what, what is our place, uh, Andrew? Well, it's not on this planet. It's actually on another planet in the solar system, Mars. You Wait, may... but you already did Mars. Yes, but when I last did Mars... We had not recently seen NASA fly a flipping helicopter on it. Okay, fine. And I just recently watched the classic Martian Chronicles TV series. (laughs) I have a a quiz for you guys about helicopters. Okay, so it's 12 questions. That should be four each. And then an amazing tiebreaker at the end if we need it. So are we all going one at a time? We'll go... Sure, We're, we'll just go. We'll just go. No, right you're you're the quiz master. Hey, don't ask me questions. I'm the quiz master. <laughs> I I don't know that. <laughs> well, I think you need a special hat. Okay, okay. So surprise, surprise. Since uh, Scott's your special guest, we'll start with him. All right, here's, these are all multiple choice, so it should be pretty fun. The word helicopter is a compound word. <laughs> what two words were put together to form it? Was it the Greek words? Helix and Theron, the Latin Helios and Cupula, or the English Hover and Upper. Copy, copulate. No, sorry. Jesus. <laughs> no. What's with the peanut gallery? This is a serious quiz show. You're, you're not supposed to distract me with your humor. I mean, maybe you are, but it's very distracting. Oh, I got to I'm, I'm going to go with the middle option, Andy. Oh, so sorry. It is the Greek Helix and Teron. Yes, because the original helicopters actually were were fashioned around like a screw like thing. So oh, right. Oh. All right. Oh. So then let's go to Phil. Ha. I, I was Since fashioned you went, around. You a went screw-like all thing. first. You, that you that was you volunteering. Oops. What is the earliest recorded evidence of a design for a helicopter? Was it? Leonardo da Vinci's design for an aerial screw, or yes, H. What? <laughs> sorry, no, I'm sorry. What's B? Or 
a children's toy from China, or the Russian scientist Mikhail Lomonosov's paper that was published in the Russian Academy of Sciences. God damn it. I think we should go to this concept of aerial screw. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk about that a little bit more. I think, I think that sounds that. like a good cocktail name. <laughs> aerial screw. The I don't know if club. you can get the spinning right, yeah. though. I think somebody's going to get hurt. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to go with Abe, though. I think it's probably B. Well, yeah, I'm going to give you that because you knew it was B, even though you wouldn't say it. So you you get the point. It was in fact a, a toy from the 400 feet uh, from like a long, Chinese. long time ago in China. I think they invented so, fireworks too. That's right. So Phil's got one. You I'm going to record that half. by putting the letter P next to that question. So later, clearly, this will... is this is unfair. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, we we you are you calling for a, a special audit from our our judge panel? No. <laughs> Good, because we don't have one. <laughs> Man, I want to meet this panel. All right, John. What are the controls used by a pilot to control a helicopter? Is it the spastic, the invective, and the tubules, the flaps, the aerolons, and the clutch, or the cyclic collective and pedals? And which one of these were also Star Trek characters? <laughs> That's illogical. Captain Clutch. <laughs> Ambassador Spastic is here to beam up. Oh, man. I, I'm getting... Damn it, Jim. I'm a doctor, not an aerial screw. <laughs> oh, yes. the jokes really do write themselves, don't they? Yeah. Um, okay. The only, I mean, option B is airplane stuff. But that's a trick question, I think. So let's go with option C. That's right. It is the cyclic collective and the pedals. You will be assimilated by the collective. All right. um, (laughs) Back to you, Scott. Some trees have seeds that spin to the ground like a helicopter. Which of these trees have seeds like that? Oaks, maples, ponderosa, or crabapple? Maples, too. That's right. I almost added basswood and ash as a trick question because they all kind of spiral down like helicopters too, but maples are the best. They're the most famous. Yeah. All right, uh, Phil, what is the (coughs) name given to the president's helicopter? Is it Air Force Zero, Navy Prime, or Marine One? Marine One. That's right. Speaking of Marine One, John. Air Force Zero. <laughs> I I just took a marine I too. Yeah, I took a marine too. Yeah. I hope you flushed. <laughs> Did you use your aerolon? Remember that TV show, The West Wing, John? Uh, uh-huh. You might recall a discussion in one episode where they talk about needing to duck before boarding Marine One. So my question is, how high off the ground are the the blades of the rotor when it's preparing for liftoff is it six feet off the ground 18 feet off the ground or 30 feet off the ground uh 18 feet that's right so yeah probably wouldn't need to duck even if you were michael jordan (laughs) but people still do yeah you do because i mean you don't want to have your head chopped off no no but at at a certain angle it really looks like you could yeah maybe if they parked on a hill 
<laughs> well, they parked on the hill. <laughs> they parked it on the steps of Capitol Hill. <laughs> uh, it's just a bill. I need to say one delayed joke. I'm not even going to set it up. Ariel Poo. <laughs> That's what they put in the blue goo. In the blue lagoon? No. Oh, All right. Uh, what are we back to, Scott? I'm That's a different to... kind of poo. Yeah, yeah, it is my turn. Thank okay. you. Okay. What What is he the highest elevation a helicopter can hover just by itself in the air? Is it 5,000 feet, 10,000 feet, or 20,000 feet? I'm glad you got this one. Fuck if I know. <laughs> That's D. <laughs> I don't know. Um, What's, what are the final. options? 10,000, 20,000, or? 5,000. Oh, 5,000, 10,000. I don't what? think they could. Wow. Well, let's see. I bet they, well, some of them could probably get to 20. Well, I, now the key words are hover. Hover. And it's not near the ground, so no ground effect. I am going to say that they could hover at 20. Uh, probably, it's, it's, only 10, it's only 10,000. Probably 10. So, some some of them actually can for like a rescue on in the mountains. can actually kind of skim off the ground and they get extra lift because that air bounces off the ground to give them uh, extra lift. So they can go up to like 13,000 feet. I think helicopter pilots must be a little crazy. I, I'm getting this feeling too. Um, all right. So now we have uh, three questions that are similar. They're all going to have the same five answers and for the names of different kinds of helicopters. So, uh, Phil, I think it's your turn. The first one is, what U.S. military helicopter with two main rotors and no tail rotor is called? Is it a Chinook, an Apache, a Huey, a Bell 222, or a Bell H-13 Sioux? Apache. Oh, it's the Chinook. Oh, that was my second first guest. <sighs> well, guest. Those are the really big ones, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're, they're monstrous. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. okay. All right, so then, John, there was a TV show called Airwolf that featured a helicopter. And Ernest Borgnine. It was based, (laughs) they they actually did have a real helicopter that they bought and, you know, gussied it up to look fancy. And it had a talking computer. What what was that original model helicopter that they used? Was it a Chinook, an Apache, a Huey, a Bell 222, or a Bell H-13 Sioux? Uh, Huey. Is a bell two two two? Huey Lewis. All right, uh, Scott. By process of elimination, you should know <laughs> which <laughs> ones not to guess. But you might remember another TV show called Mash that had helicopters flying in with wounded soldiers. Oh. What kind of helicopter was that? Was it a Chinook, Apache, a Huey, a Bell two two, or a Bell H thirteen Sioux? Those were Hueys. Not according to my two-second Wikipedia search. Really? <laughs> Although I, I, I'm tentatively going to give it to you because actually I was thinking of the helicopter they actually used in the production of the TV show. Oh. But it might have supposed to have been a Huey that was actually in the war. But there's also a Huey featured in Star Trek Four that Sulu flies around. No, it. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, Andy, that that is correct. That. What what is correct? The Bell, the, the Bell H thirteen Sioux. That's what they used to produce a TV show. Yes, I'm but pretty, I yeah. 
But oh, what that's was the it? one where they fly the the, the wounded in and the credits. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And every but, now and then, Loud and Wainwright would be singing on a hill. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so then Phil, give him give him half a point because he was so sure of the answer. Well, and, and also he's so he's honest. I, I feel like yeah. you, sh- you should get a point for being honest. There you go. It's a three way. These are like um, what's the, what's the term? Um, this is like mercy points. Yeah, pity points. Um, pity points. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to come in for the mercy killing with my uh, answer on this uh, one. Okay. Do it. Do it then, here you go, Phil. Which of the, speaking of 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 Hollywood and, and TV shows, which of these Hollywood celebrities can also fly a helicopter? Oh, I already know this one. It's not Is it Clint Eastwood. Is it Harrison Ford or Morgan Freeman? Well, Harrison Ford had an accident, but it was a plane, I think. So I'm going to say, oof. I, I seem to remember Clint Eastwood flying a helicopter in one of the Dirty Harry movies. So I'm going to say that. Andy, That's... don't tell him. It's Harrison Ford. Actually, they're both. You're both right. You're oh, both what? right. Both Clint Eastwood and Harrison Ford can fly helicopters. Oh, so, so he get another point. Scott sneaks in and gets another point on a question that wasn't even his. No, I think to take away the other one then. Okay, fine. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I want some pity points. All right, John. I can sneak points. I'm going to work for it. Okay, John. Uh, John, you, John, you here, just got a point. This is the final. That's right. He did get a point. Um, John, here's the final question. What is the helicopter that recently flew on the planet Mars called? Is it Insight, Ingenuity, or Inspire? Oh, oh shit. I think it's Ingenuity. That's right. Uh, yeah. So the final score is John four, Phil four, <laughs> and Scott four. It's Yay. a three-way tie. We have to go to the tiebreaker question. Now, the way the oh. tiebreaker works is... The first oh. person to shout out the correct answer wins the point. <clears throat> and I'll read this question kind of slowly. To give Seven. You time to jump in there. I'm thinking of a game designed by Dan Gorlin. It was published by Broderbund in 1982. Toplifter. That's right. Oh. Congratulations. It's played on the Apple IIe in your brother's yep. room. That's right. Oh, oh, nice. Okay, oh. Andy, bonus question for you. Yeah. Oh, wait, you what can't ask him questions. A helicopter in an auto gyro. Okay, an auto gyro, I think, is a kind of airplane that uses a spinning rotor for lift, but it's not powered. It just spins by nature of the forward motion of the aircraft. Okay. Is that right? I, I, I don't actually know. He, know. <laughs> he was just asking. I you. saw one. You know, he's not a quiz so, yeah. master. I he doesn't need to know the answers. What what the deal was with those? I once had an auto hero, and they just threw a bunch of uh, shaved lamb at me. Nice. <laughs> mm. That's that's amazing. unpowered rotor in free auto rotation developed lift. Andy is in fact correct. The bastard. Dang it! <laughs> oh wait, you were looking things up. And it's still well, tight. after the fact, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Well, well back well, to your regular schedule. That was programming. a hell of a quiz, Andy. Good quiz. <laughs> a, he- a hell of a quiz. Thank you. Andy's quiz show. We're gonna find out who's in the know. Andy's quiz show. 
ready, get set, go. Here's a Borg. The interwebs have swallowed Andy. Again? Yeah, he... <laughs> what the hell away. were we talking about? <laughs> Dude, I don't, I don't know. know. He cleared he, my brain. He just shows up and then, <laughs> and now we're like, now what? He's like, hey guys, let me pull a quiz out of my ass. <laughs> like, oh, that Again? trick never works. <laughs> trick never works. <laughs> it, always, it always works here. We love Andy. At least for the quizzes. I don't. I don't know him that well to say I love him. He seems like a nice guy. Anyway, um, well, so do you. Yeah, but not that many people love me. But they just want to make love to me. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I get around. I mean, I'm I'm double vaccinated now, so. Oh yeah. So now I guess I say safe sex will probably still involve masks. I don't know. It'd probably be a bubble wrap. Has anyone tried that? Have you tried that, Scott? Sex with bubble wrap? I mean, that might not. I mean, well, not ju- probably not, just... not in a probably not in a replacement for a mask capability. I think kind <laughs> no, of the way you're not, asking that. Not true. I don't know. Can you, uh, Scott? Can you do some uh, funny sound effects? Well, what would you like to hear? I don't know. You could do lots of different things. I I, I remember you for being able to like. Just completely, you had like every, all, the these hip, all these hip hop songs memorized, or rap songs. Was that? <laughs> yeah. yeah, sort um, of. One's from 1997, or <laughs> yeah. As long as you don't go too too deep into the material, I'm good. You know. And maybe we can't list them here because we'll get uh, some kind of a yeah. Well, I mean, John asked for ring rates, and I I would do that, but I just you know as long as you guys protect yourselves uh, in terms of your listening. I could try to do it calmly. I I did practice trying to do it quietly, and it doesn't work super well because <laughs> I think I actually have to damage my voice a little bit to do it. I'm not sure. Oh. But I'll do it. Here we go. Are you ready? I'm, I'm not going to try to sing Christmas carols because that's hilarious, but it takes a lot. <laughs> but I could just say, uh, like, next episode, you can do that. Why don't you do some rap? I can't rap as a ring wraith. I could just say like "Hi, John." I think is as good as it's okay. Gonna okay, get. no, I I understand. Oh, okay. I get it. I get it. Okay, yeah, here we go. Ready? Hi, John. <laughs> oh my god. That is a that is a lot of sound. Oh wow. And we have this display that shows us, and it's kind of like a block, solid. <laughs> and and you know, ladies and gentlemen, who mm. are are or lady and and gentlemen man who are listening um the we have two listeners and somebody in Fil- the philippines shows up sometimes but uh oh, good anyway they I, oh they moved to canada or something you, you forgot about our listeners in new zealand now they only listened for that one episode i think <laughs> when we had a guest from new zealand yeah nice. and I, I get that you know they're rooting for the home team and they're like i'm not going to continue with this <laughs> it's fine who the hell i don't even know why people? we are no i'm kidding I, I've say, I'm saying I'm, I'm kidding a lot. I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, Scott, one of the frequent topics on our show is uh, Taco John's. Oh, Taco Juan. Yeah. Uh, do you ever eat there? Yes. Okay. Did we See, go to the... the didn't, you continue. Didn't, when I was in Wyoming, when I lived in Wyoming with you both, didn't, and, and Sean, Sean C, and Lynn H, didn't yep. they have... Uh, I Didn't they have, like, 
four for a dollar tacos or something. Three three for for a a buck on Tuesdays. It was it was insane, and it was you know, it was good. I mean, and in fact, you know, there was there's a group that kind of went to various food places (laughs) centered around Lynn, and as I recall, we went to Taco John's like they remodeled and actually turned their like four seat because this was one of the originals and Taco John's as a franchise was known for actually putting like tiny mobile homes essentially. Right. So they, they built these mobile restaurants. So if you were a franchise owner, you would just get a spot, they'd pour a slab and then they'd come drop one of these shacks on it. So you could be up and running really fast. And, and the one in Laramie had been improved over the years, but it did start as one of, one of those floor plans and it's a very small it think, was a shack yeah yeah i think you could actually have like three two-person tables and like one four-person table i think that was it and now with and they, you know physical distancing you could get like two people in there right and now i mean they they remodeled <laughs> the place and it got bigger and of course it was like fantastic luxury and i think we ended up going several times um you know to that place and and you know we just you know, when you have cheap food like that, it does encourage you a bit to have a lot of it. And yeah. so we'd spend like an hour and a half or two hours at Taco John's, <laughs> you know, because we'd buy food and we come back and we're like, oh, I could use some more. You know, now that we're sitting here for an hour talking, I'm yeah. going to go buy more. So we just keep buying it. Right. And it's like if you looked at our consumption over the day or the morning or whatever, like mid morning to early afternoon, it's like there's a lot of food went down, man. I don't know. Taco Taco John's, I enjoyed a lot. I um had the experience in Minnesota, you know, of um you know the uh what do we call it? The Dinky Dome. Oh yeah. Yeah, over yeah. by the uh the U there. Well for they a while you may recall there. there was a Taco John's in there. Oh yeah, we'd go there once a week. So I, I this <laughs> new this new guy bought it and I ended up talking with him about this, right? And I brought in, I brought in, I had bought, um, basically it's a, like a half, maybe not a half gallon, but like a two, two quart mug or something. A little bit close to that. <laughs> like a, like a mug from Taco John's. And it was an old one because it was celebrating, um, <laughs> I think it was celebrating like 50 years or something. <laughs> right. And of course, lots more time has passed. So I brought this thing in. I was like, do you refill these? He's like, can I look at that? <laughs> so we end up having this discussion. He's like, where did you get this? And I'm like, I got it, uh, you know, in my hometown, Taco John's. He said, where is that? And I go, well, it all started in a small town in Wyoming. <laughs> or so the story or, goes. Or so you know? the story goes. <laughs> I told him, I was like, no, I was at the Laramie store, you know, and, and I know where store zero is and everything, you know, and. And we had a little chat about it, but he's like, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you the 10 cent refill or whatever the hell else. I'll do it. I don't care. You come in here like all the time. So, so, you know, I end up just having a friendship with this guy. And then you know, we we're talking, you know, I learned probably way too much about his, his franchise ownership because he had a lot of hardships, but, um, yeah, tough biz. It was nice because, you know, I would not get crappy fast taco Johns during rush hours. <laughs> You know, I would get the better Taco John's during rush hours because he knew me. So I, I, I always appreciated that, but I, I tried not to, 
I tried to avoid the hard, you know, I didn't want to f- make him feel like he had to do that when he was really busy. So you didn't get the old A's that were put back in the oil. Oh, double. The That's, thing is, that, that was the rock bottom for that one for me. It was bad yeah. news. To me, the thing about Olay's, right, is you if they're that crispy, you can you can just mix them in with the hot sauce. Yeah. And if you let them, if you kind of let them, you know, think about it like you're creating fine dining. If you if you kind of marinate them properly, let them soften, let them <laughs> take on brine. the flavor. <laughs> uh, it gets really good, you know. I mean. Just saying, you can work with that at least. No, I yeah, like crispy. Yeah. I still ate them, but I, I yeah. know what. No, no, saying. no! Don't get me wrong. I ate the damn thing. They were like, <laughs> they cooled down. So, well, they I had just put them back in the fryer. Extra layers on top of them. Yeah, and the whole the the thing is, is like they just don't. It's like when you fry them again, there's nothing to work with. So you're really <laughs> just adding heat heated oil to the outside, and that that can burn your mouth pretty easy, as I recall. <laughs> yes. Well, wait, another thing I associate with you is, because uh, I always like different music and other people's music tastes and learning about different uh, things, but you you had, you had introduced me to some different music that I would have probably never heard of, like, uh, oh, Osric Tentacles, and uh, what are some other, what are some <laughs> other, what are some of the other, uh, other favorites? Well, I remember I was listening to Nine Inch Nails really early. Yeah, and that 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 clearly went a lot more mainstream later. That um, was eight inch nails back then. Yeah, just about. I mean, Trent was still kind of awkward and not out there <laughs> at that point. <laughs> that's not the case anymore, and good for him, you know. In all fairness. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think because I remember. Um, oh God, I had so many. Um, so I had a lot of. Um, a lot of kind of heavier, not really heavy metal, actually, but more like black metal and stuff that I just kind of had on hand because I had picked them. You know, John may recall this, but I used to just go troll the like used CD stores. And if they oh, had I, a I CD, I went to one with you once. Yeah, you, you definitely <laughs> were frequent customers. Well, the whole thing is, there was, so there was, yeah, there was Top places? Notch and there was a place. Um, there was a place uh, by uh, CSU in Fort Collins in Colorado. And oh, like it, they give yeah. you like see they give you a free T-shirt if you spend a hundred dollars, and they give you ten percent off. <laughs> so every time I walked in there, I'm like, I've got to spend a hundred dollars. I want a T-shirt. <laughs> and for a while, that's all I wore is 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 like CD store T-shirts, which you know whatever. It's like, can you get me a pair of pants too? I really need. To... <laughs> right? Can you guys go into shorts or something? Because I need. I'm I'm at the point where I'm just walking around in a shirt and people are looking at me funny. Right. But if I looked at an album, I'm like, that looks interesting. All right, evaluate. I'm like, well, for a dollar, it's super interesting. Let's do this. (laughs) Oh, whatever. I don't care. You know, um, and I got all kinds of weird stuff that way. Um, I think I remember. um, Oh, God. I mean, I, I have all these discs. I've never gotten rid of any of my discs, but every once in a while I go back through the catalog and I'm like, what in the hell? But I remember getting like a like um, leather strip. <laughs> no, it was, this were all pretty With good music. With a name like leather strip, it's got to be good. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and what's his face? Oh, God. I can't. Jorgensen, he did um, Ministry. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Ministry had a couple really popular singles yeah. back in the 80s. And they were 
you know, they were like synth music, right? It wasn't, it wasn't really hard music at all, but it was electronic, right? And that's the theme. So he kept up with electronic music, but then later on, Ministry became a really kind of a much harder band. And um, so I had some of that stuff. Um, But I get this weird stuff, like, I mean, Swing Out Sister before they got popular. Um, The you remember the church got yeah. popular kind of late in their time, but I had some of the early stuff I really enjoyed. Um, and, and you don't stick with all that, right? I mean, a lot no. of it's just exploration, but I do, I do feel like I still pull out my catalog and routinely go into all of the corners just to remind myself. And, you know, when you go back, sometimes you're like, oh yeah, that was, that's okay, but that's not, it was an interesting exploration, but that's not really sticking now, right? But a lot of it does stick. And I'm like, I keep listening to this. I just don't want to listen to it all the time. And some stuff I'm like, oh, my God, why did I ever stop? Yeah, once in a while, I'll I'll, I'll run across Osric Tentacles, Octagon Testicles, as we like to call it. Octagon Testicles. And the thing yeah. is, Osric Tentacles and, kept going, John. Oh, I know. They have a, a vast catalog, I think. I they just do. have the two albums, I think. I have so I think I have six or seven albums, <laughs> but that's nothing compared to their catalog. Yeah. Now they just kept going. Yeah, they're they're kind of like fish or something. They yeah, just... yeah. <laughs> well, and, my... and I've discovered lately. I mean, I've discovered um, well a couple things. Pirate metal. Pirate metal. It's a pretty or... recent thing, but it's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'll just leave you with that because I don't I don't even have band names to tell you, but. A guy who worked for me kind of told me about this. Um, huh. And uh, it's kind of fun. It, it's not, it, at least when I was listening, it wasn't super well developed, but it was pretty new. Is but it, it like was sea like sea shanties or something? Or yeah, what? sea shanties with kind of like, okay, kind of like a hard rock background, but yeah. with everyone laughing. So it doesn't, it doesn't stay hard the whole <laughs> way through the song. <laughs> kind of. It's, it's. Phil, in particular, I think you would appreciate this music, at least for a couple of listens. Sure. I'm going to um, look it up. Then the other thing I kind of got into is this whole, um, and I kind of put Osric Tentacles in this category, but I don't think that's where they were at. And it might still not be where they're at. But when I went back to find Osric Tentacles, I found a lot of other stuff like the Space Lords, um, <laughs> like, uh, was it King Weed and stuff like that? I'm going to call like basically. <laughs> stoner rock okay and um a lot of that stuff is really pretty excellent um in the sense that um you know a lot of these people i kind of they want a whole lifestyle of just like hanging out getting high and doing music right both as you know fans who listen but people who practice all the time and just play like psychedelic funky stuff but it's complicated. It's interesting. It's not just, you know, right. it's not with the way you think of like a couple guys in their garage getting stoned and then being like awesome Let's to themselves, but lame ass yeah. otherwise. I mean, <laughs> so, and I don't listen to that stuff all the time, but a lot of it, I mean, it's kind of interesting to me. Um, and then you kind of dig around some of that and there's lots of fusion stuff going on now. Um, and Phil, I got to say, you know, I, I think you kind of championed this way back when, but, you know, this genre combination of like, you know, like Power Lounge or whatever. I can't remember sure. the branding, but where you <laughs> would take what I call hard it, rock or and I think I did some like raps, but in the lounge <laughs> style. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
but this idea is more like, you know, just kind of people who might be like, um, that might be pop singers otherwise, but it's just people doing YouTube stuff, right? But sure. they're they're good musicians, they're accomplished, and they do things like I've seen some great Daft Punk covers from a couple uh, up in Canada who have have friends, and they 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 definitely change the music. They're not just trying to cover it, and they do interesting things, but they do mashups, right? So yeah, you end up with some really cool mashups. Yeah, the mashup is interesting, and then they they change the music anyway to suit their strengths and how they want to present it right. and you end up with something entirely new um i've i've really kind of found a lot of that lately very interesting so i've i've spent some time with that my my That's oldest cool. kid is into electronic music and i i i think she's probably going to be a wants to be a either game designer and or music uh electronic game music person sweet and she she let me listen to something that i think she did i think it was something she did or she liked i can't remember but i'm a terrible parent i know but uh, anyway <laughs> and i said you know you really you really you really should listen to osric tentacles here because there was some there was some <laughs> kind there was some kind of connection hmm. and i don't know if she ever did because you don't your parents are like what do you know old man <laughs> But someday yeah. she might, well, wait a minute. That's pretty good grandpa rock there, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Osric Tentacles is now grandpa rock. Uh, well, the yeah, thing is, I mean, be. there's all these millennials, right, who who are kind of in, I've noticed in the sort of the, I'll call them pot lifestylers. I don't know them, but they're clearly online and representing that. Um, they found Osric Tentacles, and they don't see any problem with listening to old dude's jam. Yeah, yeah. And I and I'm kinda like, no, oh, that's they cool, a, whatever. I mean, you know a resurgence. <laughs> I mean, when we were young, right? I mean, listening to the Beatles at some point is almost the same thing, right? But yeah. I don't see that as being weird at all. No. So, no, I remember the first time I heard the White album, I was like, my head exploded. Right. I was like, and, What? I was jumping around the living room and you Well, know, and of course, like it, I, I I also was exposed to it because I had my older brothers, yeah, who 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 played it for me. So interesting how people get exposed to things like that. Yeah, you you exposed yourself a lot to us, John, and and <laughs> unlike the Lynn your musical Hamblin, taste or the speaking Lynn of, H, and, sorry, of that, Lynn, Lynn H, <laughs> Uncle Buck Couch. No, but not, he exposed I, us hijack. to different things too. <laughs> um, Scott, I thought of you recently when. Um, I was watching this documentary about blockbuster video. Oh God. (laughs) It's it's this one called the last blockbuster. It's like on Netflix or something. Ironically. And (laughs) they, they, one of the people they, they talked to, I mean, they they talked to a lot of movie people who are nostalgic for the nineties and shit like that. Kevin Smith, whatever. But they they yeah, they actually interview the founder of Trauma Video. Oh my God, yes! And I thought it's like holy shit, Scott. Oh yeah, kid. Scott introduced me to that. And I because think. Scott, you at one point owned the entire oeuvre of Trauma Video. Yeah. So right when they first went to DVDs, Trauma they, they, not had, trauma. they had this thing. They had this thing on their site. T R O M A. Yeah, I think I think they wanted it to be pronounced like Trauma. But they also say trauma, and I think trauma is the actual name. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's like they had this deal. It's like you give us, you give us twenty bucks, and we'll give you the whole catalog on DVD. And I'm like, 
done. That's like, like Toxic you know, Avenger. Is the, <laughs> yeah, Toxic <laughs> Avenger. Yeah, that was their well-known one. The um, no, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes you may have heard yes, of. that's right. Oh, they, you, they did that? Yeah, you've probably seen a lot of their other stuff, like on Late Night, but you don't remember the titles. And they're not, I mean, they're not what you would call good, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just like us. <laughs> but I would say, you know, there's a certain kind of... Um, what would you call it? Like a design principle where they don't completely suck. I mean, they throw in a lot of humor. They throw yeah. in a lot of just gratuitous. The violence is awful, but also stupid. So it's not, it doesn't disgust you and make your stomach turn. Although it could, you know, Yeah. but it's totally over the top and it's totally fake and they don't even try. So, you know, it can kind of be campy fun. Um, right. Not high art, but definitely, um, <laughs> And the guy, I've, I've seen interviews with that dude, and he's just like, yeah. it's not meant to be serious cinema, folks, you know? No, no, he, he was a very good sport. It, it, was, yeah. it was funny. Yeah. And he's just like, look, it's, you know, you want to take your date to a scary movie and make out? Well, you know what? <laughs> I got some movies for you. <laughs> designed for that kind well, of thing. But think not... people like Toxie and other things, I mean, they, they got legs of their own, and they were, you know, they're pretty cult classic stuff, so... I, yeah. I sometimes I go through cult uh, phases. Like uh, I watched the last uh, or the first, uh, <laughs> oh, Night of the Living Zombies or whatever, and the, those oh, other yeah, ones. Yeah. But those are more mainstream than <laughs> trauma, I guess. Well, but... You're the only person I know who has watched the entire uh, Phantasm series. I, I've watched the entire Phantasm series. Yeah. Wow. I, I think, unless there's another YouTube video that or something. That takes a lot but... of concentration. <laughs> I Discipline. you know. But but I think to to Scott's point, I mean it was uh, simple. I don't know. I but the last one got pretty weird. But I guess they had a bigger budget or something like that. But well, it's really funny. Speaking of, of kind of weird director people, is I have noted I have two different unrelated TV shows I have watched. Um, David Cronenberg, you know him. Yeah. yeah, he's my uncle. He he has shown up as an actor in two different TV series I what? watched recently. I, I'm not kidding. Well, some, <laughs> because somebody that's directing yeah. this is like, hey, I'm a big Cronenberg fan, so I'm going to give him the guess show. It's, yeah. um, what, the first one, I, I, the earlier one is uh, Alias. You remember that show? Yeah. He 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 has a he's in a couple episodes of that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, playing some weird doctor or something. Oh yeah, well, I was I was of almost going to say. <laughs> and he's he's also a recurring character in the new Star Trek show. Huh. That's the one that's on CBS Well, somebody said, you know, they're a big fan of his. Well, now, yes, of course. Uh, it's just really like, wait, that's David Cronenberg? <laughs> well, and, and, and like uh, Herzog. He plays himself. Werner Herzog. He played himself in Mandalorian, so. Yes, he is in the Mandalorian. <laughs> it's so funny. I've only watched the first episode, but I was like, hey, it's Herzog. Yeah, Yay. yeah, he's great. So, I have a question for you guys, Mandalorian oh. watchers. I've only watched one. So, Mandalorians were well documented in the old lore, so to speak. God, I sound so geeky saying it that way. <laughs> Sorry. There was developed intellectual property with Lucasfilms around lots of gaming, like electronic video games. Yeah. And Mandalorian and the Mandalorian Wars were laid out pretty well and it from what i've seen it looks like they've kind of abandoned all that a little oh. bit to tell a different story and that doesn't mean it's bad i mean 
God knows some of what Lucas did could be improved on a lot, but um, <laughs> without without trying to be political about that, but I mean, you know, even he tried to improve on some of his stuff and evolved his ideas as time went on. But sure, um, I just didn't know if if any if you guys could even comment on that. I that may be too much of a nerd thing for me. Well, right now. I've seen the entire series up to date, and but I did not know the extended universe or whatever stuff at all so that no i in fact i kind of had to go look up a few things like okay who is that person and so no i'm i'm definitely the wrong person to ask although i did like it now okay so there was some animated thing where the it was like a boba fett guy on a huge thing that what he was riding some kind of beast it was animated and I remember from when I was a kid, this is a third thing from what we're talking about. It's from course, the holiday cause... special, right? <laughs> no, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but but uh, isn't that where Boba Fett was introduced? On the I, special? I... All I know is that in, in the, the first there, episode. There's an animated sequence in the holiday special, right? And he's writing something, right? Well, well I don't know. But, so, but anyway, <laughs> in, in the first yeah. episode of Mandalorian. He's like, he can't get, the, he's trying to figure out how to ride this beast. And uh, the the other guy with the big nostrils or whatever, I am totally don't know these characters or anything, or the names. But um, he's like, well, your your ancestors rode the... So I, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh. See, See, and I think the people that, the showrunners on that that program are huge Star Wars nerds. Yeah, so I'm sure they're into so the whole they, the games. And most of that else. stuff, yeah, the references are really deep. Yeah, and they could they could certainly build out what was already there. It's just, I mean, and and my my question comes from unfortunately ignorance because all I've seen was advertising, and you know most of it teaser advertising. Oh, okay, you haven't watched it then, right? So I don't okay. really know at all. It's entirely possible they're following canon and they just emphasize different stuff to get people hooked. You know, the general public hooked on it. I, I gather I'm that it's this a is very... later, and they do reference things that from the past. That's I, I think it's a really well, it's a new. Skillful... It's a new timeline. That would make yeah. sense, actually. Yeah. So I think they're. I, I have a funny feeling they're referencing the things that you know. Just... So they haven't. They haven't broken the universe, even though they're going in maybe a slightly different direction for today's audience, which I could see because the other the other stuff is a little grim, actually. So I think I, they're going to reference it, though, is my guess. Well, that's cool. Maybe, maybe I'll really have to get into this at some point. Well, no, it's, I, it's, I enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, the Baby Yoda thing, I was like, yeah, I don't know. But, oh, but get, to, Phil, give that time. It, it, it gets a lot I better. I know. Than, I only watched it. I thought it was going to be a kind of a, a just a jokey, cute little thing. And it, actually, they do really well with it. We, just we remember, have... like, Yoda, when we meet Yoda the first time, he's like, what, 800 years old or something? Yeah. Does that kind of work with all? And he's only fifty, (laughs) or not him. I mean, it's another kid, but yeah, yeah. (laughs) It looks like a baby, but it's fifty. Yoda guy, yeah, yeah. That's that's the. Well, we'll, he's only fifty. Later on, we'll have some some Mandalorian, um, huge huge fans. We have a couple of other uh, uh, friends of the show that are huge into that into the star wars so maybe you could listen to that that episode we'll make sure you know when it's on and right on it'll be (laughs) like next year probably but fine cool (laughs) next year that's really sad (sighs) no it's okay well i don't know so there what else is going on 
Yeah, we don't. Yeah. Stuff going on. There's a lot yeah, going on. Yeah, we just kind of talk about things like that. and. Well, you know, the other thing, that have, it's been a weird few weeks for me. It's been a weird few months or yeah. 13 months for all of us. But my my aunt, uh, my aunt Dina passed away. Um, was it last week or the week before? I don't even know. But uh, so today I opened the door and, and uh, there was a box. And, and I said uh, to my family, because we're all in the house all the time, not always. I said, "Hey, my my aunt Dina's on the porch," because uh, they had. You should have her. said she's out the door. <laughs> <laughs> well, they knew she had she... died. <laughs> it was her ashes. They shipped her ashes here. But I, I was like, I, part of me was like, so we all had a little chuckle because we have a weird sense of humor. Yep. Go go figure. But she did too, and uh, you know, I brought the box in, and I was like, I, part of me was like, <laughs> I. I, I <laughs> I, I wasn't wishing this would have happened, but what if somebody would have stolen that box off my porch <laughs> and they opened it up surprise. and it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's like a bunch of ashes, right? I don't know. I guess they'd, that would seem, then I wouldn't have to figure out what to do with them. But yeah. Well, that, that, that's like, <laughs> as it happens, um, last night we had a little, little whoop to do and, uh, cause it was 420. Oh yeah. And we watched the big Lebowski. Oh, right. Okay. So there's a Speaking tire. of ash, a- ash scattering. <laughs> I'll put her and in that, a Folgers that, cup. That, that part always <laughs> just, it is our most economical receptacle. <laughs> I, hey, I mean, is there a Ralph's near here? <laughs> I, I need to watch that again. I don't oh. think I've seen it for many, many years. Yeah. Yeah. It holds That's up pretty good. I'll say that. It, it has become one of my fav- just favorite movies. I don't know if it's one of the best movies ever, but I just like it. <laughs> Well, maybe I'll watch it again this weekend or something. The, the, the dialogue is just perfect. I... Well, Phil, I think getting back to your idea, you know, we have all these, uh, there's been these, you know, viral videos on people setting like, you know, um, door goblin bombs and stuff with confetti and stuff. <laughs> it it would have been, it, I could see a certain kind of hilarity with them just like trying to pry it open and just having it accidentally like a pressure pop or something and just getting it in the face a la big Lebowski or whatever. Yeah. It's been like, you know, unsuspecting Robert takes my package. off. He doesn't realize it's no. what I don't know. I'm just <laughs> Well, the last yeah. time a, a Robert took my package out, it ended differently, but uh, no, kind of insane in spectacular fashion. No. We can't end on this. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> we might have to. I'll write a song about this. So now so now what happens is we write a song about something that happened in the episode other than Andy just showing up. And uh so there maybe I don't know. Maybe we have to have you do some rap. We just did a rap yeah, yeah, a couple we, we songs could, ago. Um we could work that in if you want to participate. Well, let me know. I could be I could up. be like the guest OG or something. I could come up with Oh yeah, you could do the bridge. It'll be a normal song, but it'll have like this rap section in the middle, like in the, you have to do for all the time. Yeah, Phil, maybe you could work something out where you could send them the, the basic rhythm or track thing or something yeah. and, and you just riff for the middle part. Me. Plus I can do I like the new style is really easy, right? Because it's like mumble rap. <laughs> I can be like yeah, I'm a John Phil. I don't like him, but I pay the bill or whatever. You know, I mean, you don't. It's not even. I'm I'm being way too articulate, but 
you know, I'm, you can make anything work with that. Well, so. let's come up with a new genre and call it bubble wrap. Bubble right. wrap. There you go. So you think about that. All right. Okay, I will. Fine. That's am- that sounds amazing. <laughs> bubble wrap. <laughs> I, I got this, man. I can do it. Every now and then yeah. I come up with something I'm like, because John adds bass later, and I'm like, what is John going to do with this thing? But he always... He, John is incredible. He could, he could, pull he could do. Out of my ass somehow. He does, but yeah, it's it's amazing. I'm like, wow, John that pulls amazing bass out of his ass. <laughs> Just think about that a little it's bit. Not a, not, a, not a bass. Well, you can't have bass All without bass ass. Out of my ass. It's true. Just just put a B on it, and you got a bass. It's all about that ass. Okay, it's all fine. about that John butt. John butt. John butt. Pork butt. Proud member of the Narrow Ass Caucus. <laughs> I've no. got your proud member right here. Right? Wow. Sorry. Uh, I, I'm not sorry. We could end on that. <laughs> proud member. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to put this out there because so, so my wife and I, boy, am I going to get in trouble? No, nah, whatever. We're moving on. <laughs> don't so, use your full name. Just use your last initial. Oh, we don't even need to say her name, which is fine. She would probably appreciate it if I don't. My wife, <laughs> like, because that's W. Not in a not in a male centric ownership sort of way, but in a protect people who have more class than you way. <laughs> you married um, up. So I started doing this thing with Ed McMahon. <laughs> Wait, he's dead. <laughs> he is. I didn't say I was socially in his circles, John. Yes, his ashes. <laughs> I just be like, I just keep going like. Look my bowl, sir! <laughs> you may have already won. <laughs> wow! You may already be a winner. You could already be a winner. <laughs> Harry, aren't they? <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, but it, it keeps her in stitches, and then now she's doing it, which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I have to say. Um, you know, and she eggs me on sometimes, which is also awesome because she's not necessarily a you know. I, th- I think everyone can kind of relate. Not everyone in your life appreciates that kind of humor all the time. No. <laughs> but but she does seem to appreciate it. So I'm just going to leave you with that little image in your head of Ed McMahon and be like, Eat my balls! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Oh, magical. <laughs> so okay, anyway. good night. Well, thanks, Scott. <laughs> yeah, it was fun, guys. That's my first, my first time. I'm no, no longer a podcast virgin. Inaugural. Aww. Yeah. I'm glad we broke your uh, bubble wrap. Yeah, bubble wrap. Bubble <laughs> okay. wrap. We'll, we'll figure something out. Yeah. I'll be in touch. It was hilarious. I we always, we always like to joke about how we say, we'll cut this part out, and then we don't. <laughs> then you don't. Well, some I of this will be cut to, out. I was listening to an episode of Al Franken's podcast, and he actually made that joke. Ah, oh, like he stole that from us. Ow. What a, he's a Asshole. pirate. Total pirate. Pirate rap. Or metal. Pirate metal. Pirate Good night. metal. Good night. Well, it's time for bed. Good night, okay. Ed. Good night. Mulligan. Ball. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, Scott. You Good night, bet. Scott. Take it, you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. And here's the song! It's lonely on the volcanic tuff 
Hooray! 